Welcome back to the conclusion of the message from Isaiah 53, 1 through 6, entitled, Man of Sorrow. As the man of sorrows, Jesus is acquainted with our grief. He is the only one who can truthfully say, I know how you feel. He then is able to provide exactly what our broken hearts and broken souls need. In the conclusion of this message, we point you to Jesus, the one who has borne our griefs. Here's Pastor Tim. He just cried with her. He just pulled her in close. She wasn't looking for answers. She was looking for affection. She didn't want to know how everything works. She just wanted to know that everything would work out okay. Jesus reminds her that she is loved. Even when we hide ourselves as it were, even when we despise Him, even when we do not esteem Him, He is actively involved in your life. He wants to help you. He wants to give you relief. He wants to give you what you need. If you would just let Him. Number three, if you let Him, Jesus can alleviate your grief. He can alleviate your grief. I did not say that he would annihilate your grief. That's what we want, isn't it? Jesus, I want you to just take all this away. I don't want to feel the pain. I don't want to feel the hurt. I don't want to take, I don't really don't feel anything. He didn't make you that way. He made you to feel. He made you to sympathize. He made you to empathize. He made you like you are. Some have their feelings so close to the surface that you can tell what's going on in their heart almost, can't you? The tears come easier for them. The words come easier for them. Everything seems to come easier for them. Those of us who have spent a lifetime trying to bury those kinds of feelings find it very difficult to grieve. Find it very difficult to go through this process that God has designed for you. That's why it says in verse number 4, what a beautiful picture. He has borne our griefs. Not born like birth, born like carry. He is carrying your grief. I've told y'all enough times about this little poem, enough that you know I really don't like it. Some of you like it, and I'm not here to offend you about that, but just to tell you this, I don't like the footsteps in the sand. You know, I just don't. There are two sets of footprints, and there's one set of footprints. Jesus, why'd you leave me? Calls, you know, when I, when I needed you, there's only one set. That's when I was carrying you, right? He's carrying you all the time. All the time. If there are two sets of footprints, then there's a problem. Because you're trying to live life all by yourself, and you cannot. You cannot live the Christian life all by yourself. He wants to bear you up. He wants to hold you. He wants to carry you. He says He has borne our griefs. He has carried our sorrows. And we esteemed Him stricken. 
We thought that he was smitten by God. We thought that he was the afflicted one. When in reality it was us. He can alleviate your grief. If you'll let him. Maybe you want to jot this verse down. It's 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verses 29 and 30. The Bible says, Whatever prayer, whatever supplication is made by anyone. You hear those words? Whatever and anyone. The anyone means you're in it. That's you. This can be you if you want to. Even if you come to a point where you say, I don't know what to pray. It says, whatever prayer. Whatever prayer, whatever supplication is made by anyone or by all your people Israel. When each one knows his own burden and his own grief and spreads out his hands to the temple, then hear from heaven... That's the cry, isn't it? That's my prayer for you today. Whatever prayer any person in this room makes, when they're in touch with their burden, when they know their own grief, God, hear them from heaven. Answer them. We wait expectantly on the answer from God. To bring alleviation to our hurt hearts. Let me give you one more. Jesus is also the answer to your grief. See, I can't just leave it with, He will alleviate your grief. Because that may mean that it's like, you know, it's like a, like a cut or like a sore that you might have. You, you, you bandage it up and it's okay, but then you take the bandage off and you realize, hey, that thing still hurts, right? So it just kind of keeps coming back. And it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back. Jesus is not a band-aid for you. Jesus is the answer for you. He is the ultimate answer. Look at what it says in verse number 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon Him, and by His stripes we are healed. Don't miss these little words that are in this verse. The words like, for... And our. Four tells me what the purpose is. It tells me why. Why would Jesus go to the cross? Why would Jesus give himself that way? These fours tell you why. Don't miss the little word our. Not only is it our because it's ours, it's each one of ours. But it's ours. You know? For example, I, I have transgression. I have iniquities. And I need peace. Why does Jesus go to the cross? 
for our transgressions, for our iniquities, for our peace. But in order for him to bear those things on himself, he takes that grief for him. Hold your place there in verse number 5. We're going to come back to it. But I want you to see a couple more times where he mentions grief. Look, if you will, down to verse number 10. He says there, It pleased the Lord to bruise him or to crush him. And Notice what this next phrase says. He has put him to grief. What does that mean? It means that the grief that you have, the Father has taken that and at the cross has laid that upon Jesus. He is bearing your grief. He is bearing your sin. He is bearing your iniquity. He is bearing your sorrow because the Father takes it and places it on Him. You think that you're carrying this burden all by yourself. He's carrying your burden. How do you know that? Because the Father takes it and places it on Him. In verse number 11, He's going to talk about the travail of His soul. That thing that you feel so deeply, he feels on the cross. It's Jesus dying for you. That's the answer. Not be anything more picturesque than what you read in verse number six. All we, all of us, every person in this room and beyond, All of us have gone astray. Like a sheep. We've gone astray. We have turned, he says, every one of us to his own way. What is he talking about? He's talking about rebellion. He's talking about rebellion, isn't he? I've turned away from God. God is the answer. And I turned away from him. Listen to me carefully before we even finish this verse. Some of you may be sitting in your seat right now and thinking, you know what, that's me. I I did that. My heart hurt so bad when my loved one died that I basically just said, God, get out of here. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want want you to do anything with me. You think, that's that's me. I turned to my own way. And yet the verse says this, but the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Even when you were saying no, God was saying yes. Even when you were hurting, God was helping. Even when you were struggling, God's the one that gave you stability. When you needed Him the most and you didn't even know it, He was there. So today, when you know that you need Him, 
Guess what? He's still there. And he's waiting on you. Would you give your heart to Jesus today? He'll take better care of your heart than you ever could. Would you give it to Him? Would you give Him your hurt today? He can take care of your hurt better than you can. You're just going to nurture it. He's going to bring it to an end. Would you give him your family today? You know, today is a reminder that we're not in control. We like to think that we are. We like to think that we're in control of our families, we're in control of our lives, we're in control of everything, and we're not in control of anything. Would you give him that? He's better at that than you are too. Let me ask you to do this for me. Would you bow your head and close your eyes with me? Maybe there's some of you who would pray a prayer just like this with me today. Dear Jesus, my heart hurts today. You can be as honest and as brutal with him with that as you want to be because he can handle it, right? Jesus, my heart hurts today. But your word says that if I would receive you, that I would be your child, that you would come in and you would never leave me and you would never forsake me. Jesus, would you remind me of your presence today? Jesus, please help me. I don't have anywhere else to turn. I don't have anywhere else to go. Do for me what I can't do for myself. There's some of you in this room who may need to add to that prayer, Jesus, I give you my heart. I ask you to come inside and forgive me. I ask you to help me to live a life that pleases you. I I don't want to put an amen on that prayer yet because some of you aren't through. But maybe you need to come to the altar to finish your prayer. Maybe you want to come to me and I can help you as you finish that prayer. Whatever you need to do today, Jesus is waiting for you. And I want to help you get there. Jesus, help us today. In your name I pray. Would you stand with me where you are? I want Sean and them to sing for us. If you need to come, please come on. Such an encouragement to know that Jesus knows just how you feel and can provide exactly what our broken hearts and souls need. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 
3909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.